Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I am Dory. And we are uh, coming to you live, but not live. But we will be live on the 14th for anybody who pre-ordered Dory's book. Yeah. Uh, I would like to say hello. And I would like to say we are coming to you from a sea shack. <laughs> what's, up, what's up? We went. Oh, you sounded like you weren't done no, just, saying. We, we went were. away for the weekend. Yeah. And here we are away. Brought the podcast equipment. Brought the baby. Obviously. Could not leave him alone with the dog. Nope. Even though we really wanted to. And he's um, having the time of his life. He is having a fantastic time. I would say he's having the best time of the three of us. Like, just naturally. Yeah. I think he just... He, although, I mean, I would say when his... um. When he couldn't take his water into the car, that was probably, he was having a bad time. Yeah, but that was 
That was very brief. Through a fit. I would say overall, he's having a really excellent time. We're on, we're on the central coast of California. We are is, very far from home. Three hours plus. Yep. And uh, we're very close to uh, Hearst Castle. Um, they uh, seemingly did not roll out the red carpet. We're not, uh, it looks closed. We drove by it. It, it does look closed, yeah. Um, we saw some sea lions. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, sorry, elephant seals. Yep, elephant seals. Very different. They're very big. Uh, they're like, you know, elephants. They're so big. I mean, I don't know, manatees are sea cows. How heavy do manatees get? Um, I have no idea. Anyway. Um, yeah. It's been a nice, relaxing uh, day and a half. It's actually been more relaxing than I thought it was going to be. I was I was very anxious about how Henry was going to deal with being away from home because he hasn't been away from home in a year and a half. Yeah. But he's been pretty great. Like I was saying to Matt earlier, like he's just kind of rolling with everything. And he was like super excited when we walked into the house. Like he was just like, this is cool. Yeah. He was like another place. Yeah. And he's sleeping in a pack and play, which I was also nervous about because I was like, what if he doesn't, what if he's like, fuck this, but he's been fine. If he said, fuck this, what do you think he would do? How would he communicate that to us? He would not sleep. Oh, I see. He's a good sleeper, except in the car. He's not. He does not sleep in the car well. Yeah, our plan was to have him nap yesterday on the ride up, and he fell asleep about twenty minutes in. We were like, "Yes!" And then he woke up thirty minutes later on the dot. Yeah. So that was that was kind of a fail, but and had a real cranky time. Yeah, he was pretty cranky in the car. But he's been great here, and we went on like this really nice nature walk this morning, and he just was like so excited to see everything. Check out, check out my Instagram for a photo of him sitting on the on a on a on a walking path, waiting a, for a snack. It's a very good photo. That is now my wallpaper. Exciting stuff, I know. Um, yeah, so that's been nice, I would say. We're coming back tomorrow morning. We obviously booked this bef- while I was still employed. Yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. <laughs> it's your classic case of a vacation that, you know, we book while I'm employed. Yep. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, no. Well, well, we're still going on that vacation, I guess. You know what I was thinking, though? Like, once you get here, everything is free. <laughs> What? Well, like the walk, like the nature preserve we went to today was free. Yes. That was a free activity. The elephant seal viewing yes. was free. That was a free activity. Like, right. you know, there's just like, it's not like we're at Disneyland or, you know what I mean? Like we don't have to buy tickets to go to everything. And we bought some groceries. We made breakfast and lunch here. So we've had dinner out, but like we haven't had to eat every meal out. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. I I feel like as vacations go, it's not among the pricier ones. Right. And then, you know, when we go away in July, hopefully it'll be similarly priced. Yeah. I agree. 
I'm staring off at the sunset that is uh, trying to break through the clouds. Yeah. But, you know, Central Coast, I got to say, beautiful part of the state with my kind of weather. And that is uh, chilly in the morning and chilly in the evening. Well, we went on our nature walk today. It was about 55 degrees and, and drizzling. I had a great time in there. Matt was loving life. I did. I loved it. Except my camera battery died. But other than that, I was like, this is how weather should always and be. And Henry did not care. No, of course not. Henry's got a little New England in him. Sure. I mean, think about how like he wants to jump in the freezing pool. Mm, that's true. Yes, yes. He does like freezing cold water. He does. He seems to just roll with it. Yeah. Although now he's just struggling to take his, his shoes off while he's in his car seat. So that's a thing. Yeah. But and generally, then, I think, uh, you know, I think as a dry run for a longer trip in a few weeks, yes. it's been a good dry run. Like, And there are a couple of things that I was like, oh, should have brought that. Although not that many. Like, I feel like we actually packed pretty well. Uh, I think, the, the you know, really just like, uh, oh, here, the big saver here, guys, is we found Super Wings on Roku. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the TV here is some like, what is it, Pluto? Well, it's like Pluto, but like Roku has like free quote unquote channels. And then I clicked down to the kids section and I saw the first icon was Super Wings. I was like, whoa, why is this the first icon? <laughs> and I put it on and it was a brand new season, everybody. Season five with the Super Pets. Oh my goodness. It's a channel that just shows Super Wings. There's so many weird channels on this Pluto thing. It's very bizarre. America's Test Kitchen has a channel. Family Feud seems to have a channel. Yeah, there was an Arnold the Bar- Schwarzenegger channel. Uh, the Price is Right, the Bob Barker years has a channel. Wow. Um, anyway, so that was interesting. Yeah, so we saw that. I think the key with Henry is just getting him out of the house once he's had his food. It's like, okay, here we go. Yeah. He and likes adventures. He likes to leave. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he really likes nature. He loves nature. Really a big fan of pointing at yellow flowers. Yeah, he loves flowers. He loves, he like, he's like scared of birds, but also fascinated by birds. Yes. There was a bird on the patio of the restaurant this evening <laughs> that he was terrified and entertained by. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's Henry. Um,. Yeah, as Matt alluded to, we're excited to see everyone next week for the Excellent Adventure bonus pod. If you registered for it, unfortunately, registration is closed, but if you registered for it, you should have gotten a Zoom link for the podcast as well as a link to a form to submit questions for us. So check your junk folder. Yeah, check your promotions, check your spam um hopefully you got it we're very excited to see everyone and then i also just want to let everyone know that we're doing a two-night launch event for my book on june 28th and 29th and i'm going to be in conversation with a few different people kind of along different themes of my book this is news to me i love it tell us more about it okay so I'm going to be in conversation with someone um, about infertility, mm-hmm. someone about like work and career, yes. someone about dating, yes. and then someone about self-care. 
Oh, I see. Okay, so those are the five pillars of the Dory. Four. Those are the four pillars of the Dory Shafrir method of life. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) We decided we were gonna maybe do one on like parenting, but we decided not to. Um, And then Kate Spencer will be kind of uh, opening and closing with me. It's over two nights. I think it's going to be really fun. I'm talking with um, Elizabeth Holmes, not of Theranos, but of so many thoughts. I could um, just use my audio and I could sound like Elizabeth Holmes from Theranos. (laughs) Um, I'm going to be talking with her about infertility, which I'm really excited about. It should be really, really great. Um, you can get tickets via my website, dory-shafreer.com. And I will also link directly to the Eventbrite ticket link in the show notes. So there's two types of tickets to this event. There's free tickets, which get you access to the live stream. So basically the whole, all the conversations. Mm-hmm. Then if you get a paid ticket, you get a signed hardcover copy of the book from Book Soup which is a local independent bookstore here in Los Angeles. They will mail that, these books out. That is true. Um, yeah, so that'll be shipped to you. Plus, you get access to the special after party where all of the, well, I shouldn't say all, most of the people who I'll be in conversation with are going to come back and we're going to play some games. There will be some audience participation. It's going to be fun. And then if you de- if you get the paid ticket as well, um, you also get access to some Q&A stuff during the event. Question and answer, not yes. QAnon. No, Q&A. Okay, good. I yeah. just wanted to make sure. Mm, not QAnon. Um, <laughs> so if you haven't pre-ordered the book yet, this is a great way to do it that not just supports me and the book, but also an independent bookstore. So, Which is the fifth of Dory's five pillars. Independent bookstores. Yes. yes. Infertility. Independent bookstores, careers, self-care, and dating. These are the five pillars of Dory Shafrir. So, yeah. So, you know, I'd love to see a lot of eggheads there. Again, it's June 28th and 29th. It's going to be from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, 5 to 7. Uh, How are we doing that? What do you mean? Regarding regards to Henry. Have we got to organize something, a babysitter type thing? I can no. Just my question is like, have we figured that it's like, or is it just me? I'll do it. I assumed you would do it. There, done. But if you can't, I do hadn't it. been told. I was going to go to an Eventbrite event uh-huh. in my room. Oh. But I guess now I'll watch Henry. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um. Really, we didn't talk about this. Are you sure? Yes, I'm positive. First time I've heard about it. But again. No worries. Guess what? I'm not doing anything. Okay. Um, there's been a lot going on. Sorry, I thought I told you. You did not, but I'm, I'm learning along with the audience. Okay, thank which you. Which is fun. Um, well, I would tell you to buy a ticket to the event, but since you're not going to be able to go. I can't make it. Yeah. I have to watch Henry. Yeah. Oh, well. He'd like to go to the event, I think. Yeah, maybe. What if he was asking questions? He's not super into Zooms. Yeah, that's true. So, anyway, dory-shafrir.com. I'll also link to the Eventbrite. Those pre-orders are still so, so, so important, and we're doing, we're doing great with the pre-orders, but, you know, we could, we could always use a few more. I really would appreciate 
the support. <laughs> what? She she wants this badly, everyone. So I'll do it for her because she's too polite. Just pre-order the book. I mean, you're going to read it anyway. You might as well pre-order it. Yeah. Don't be a mat. Although I'm good at pre-ordering things. I pre-order things all the time. You do pre-order things all the time. So be a mat. Pre-orders are fun, too, because I think a lot of times you sort of forget that you've yes. pre-ordered it, and then it just shows up. Yes. And then, like, you know, I remember the thing I waited the longest for of all my pre-order things. It was either GTA Five or Red Dead Redemption 2, which I pre-ordered, and the release date kept shifting. And I think I pre-ordered it three years before it was released. Whoa. Yeah. That's cray. So I think everyone should pre-order Dory's book because it's going to be released. It definitely will be released on June 29th. Um, All right. Well, before we take a break, I just want to also remind everyone that you can email us at doryandmatt at gmail.com, mattanddory at gmail.com. Please call or text us at 413-461-BABY. And yeah, we're going to take a short break and we will be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks tees and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good look when i open up my uh sock drawer and i see a clean pair of bombas sitting on top not only do my feet sort of jump for joy but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know those, like... 
you know, the stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or a track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, everyone. We're back. Still here. Well, Matt. Still on the coast. You feel like you didn't get a check-in, so let's check in. I didn't get a check-in with you. How are you feeling? Um, you know, feeling okay. I mean, you got a lot happening in your in your life and mind. Yes, this is true. And I thought I thought I should check in. You can do that not on the podcast Disagree. too, you know. But I feel like the audience is like, how's Dory doing with everything? Dory's very stressed right now. Dory, I have a lot to do this week. This is going to be a very 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 busy week for me. Mhm. So, little stressed about Ironically, that. also, I have a very busy week as well. It's hard to have. I don't know how we have both have busy weeks when we both make our own schedules. I mean, you, I get. You actually have things to do. Me, I just have, I, I uh, somehow wind up with meetings that I didn't mean to have. Mm-hmm. I just panic about things, and then I reach out, and then I book up meetings. I mean, that's probably good since you don't have a job. Right. Do you have a job for me out there? Do you want to meet <laughs> over Zoom or something? Let me know. Um, how are you doing? I don't know. Not great. Not terrible. Mm-hmm. I read a... I was, I was like looking at the... Every time I look at the news, I get a real, real down. Mm. Real down with everything. Mm-hmm. So I was reading the news and there was like a story about the housing market in like North Austin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's so depressing. We'll never get a house. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a job. Mm-hmm. So I just got depressed about that. Yeah. I mean, that, that, ooh, the sunset looks nice. Um, the housing market is very depressing right now. So if you're in a home, good for you. <laughs> Hmm. Otherwise, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just trying to power through. And I what I need to do is like sit down and schedule out my week and figure out like when I'm going to get which work done. Can't, aren't there things that like you do weekly that you could skip a week like meetings and stuff like that that you're doing that yeah we're already like, skipping those okay so this is additional stuff correct hmm what kinds of things all book related some podcast related hmm. some podcast book related, related I'd be like sorry right now I got a book coming out well some of the podcast stuff is, is me recording other people's podcasts to promote the book Oh, well, that's different. So. Guys, just like really, she gave me the whole, well, yeah. Well, I'm just saying like, yes, I hear you, but like. Well, those are scheduled for you, It's all stuff that I have to do. Like there's nothing I can push, essentially. Right. 
So it is what it is. Like, I'm just like, okay, this is what it is this week. Mm -hmm. That's it. When does it slow down? After the book is out. After the book is out. First week of July. When we go away. Is that bad to go away as soon as you slow down? No, it's good. Okay. There you go. Tune in, everybody, for that. That week will be a doozy. <laughs> so, all right. Do you feel caught up now? I hope I, I feel a little bit more caught up. I, let's see what the audience is uh, thinking. Okay. Um, let's catch up with them. This is from Sophia. Mm-hmm. Dear Dory, Matt, and the little creatures whose butts you have to wipe. I have them too. Lol. I am very sorry that your transfer didn't work. We have a son who's three months older than Henry, and I was listening to the entire IVF process. We also tried for number two, but failed as well. I'm 42 and husband is 39. I have no eggs to call dumb, and he has no sperm to call dumb. Such is life. A big hug to you and solid to all of you. Excuse me. And solidarity. I was really hoping that you would have a different outcome. So listening to your podcast this morning, I was very upset to hear all your news. I decided to support you and pre-order the audiobook, not noticing I ordered it twice. Oh, well, hope that helps get you to the New York Times bestseller list. <laughs> Hug the furry baby and the silly, cute toddler a little extra. I think that's all we can do to keep the sanity what little is left. P.S. No hot dogs in a long time. I told you before, our apartment is about 1,100 square feet, but it's in Coney Island, so the prices are not quite the same as things north of us. Best regards, Sophia. Uh, hot dog update, everybody. Oh, yeah, big hot dog update. I had two hot dogs. Two and a half hot dogs. And and then I was like, I'm good. Thanks, hot dogs. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. Okay. Golf update. I haven't played golf since Wednesday. It's Sunday. Wow. Am I depressed about that? I don't know. A little bit. Do I feel lazy? Like I'm not doing anything? Yes, 100%. Really? It's bumming me out a little bit. We did so much today. Yeah, but it felt like I was stagnant. I felt what? like I didn't move. All we did was walk around today. Yeah, but that didn't feel like exercise. Oh, okay. It felt like wandering. All right. I don't know. Anyway, hoping to play again on Wednesday. Hmm. We have a stacked Tuesday of meetings. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday morning... I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I'm going to walk it. You're going to... Oh, you're going to walk, walk the, the Walk the course. Sure, sure. Let's get my new push cart. It's going to be great. Cool. Anyway, continue. All right. Also, thank you for that email. And thank you for pre-ordering Dory's book. Twice. Twice. If anybody else out there wants to do that twice you will get thanks from us. Or, you know, if you've already pre-ordered it and you want to buy the signed copy from Book Soup, no one's going to stop you. Yeah, it's the easiest way to get a signed copy because there aren't a lot of it's actually book events. the only way to get a signed copy. That There's, is the only way to get a signed copy because there are no in-the-world book events. Right. Well, as I said, I think I said this on Forever 35. I said it's the only way to get a signed copy unless you run into me and you're carrying my book with you. Yes. Which probably not something to count on right but i feel like if you were like if you took public transportation you know you might might spot a copy yeah that's true 
Hmm. Otherwise, people aren't really reading in their cars when you're driving along the highway. That is, that is true. But they could be listening to your book. That's also true. Cool. Okay. Um, so last week, we heard from someone who has miscarried in her second trimester a few times. Mm-hmm. But she had a healthy boy for her first child, and she was kind of like, what is happening? So we, got, we actually got a few responses about this. Regarding the the possible gender carrying situation. Well, some people had some interesting theories. Okay. I, well, theories are, are what I'm here for. All right. This is from Jenny. She may have the HLA restricting, how do you say this word? Allele? Allele? A-L-L-E-L-E? A-L-L-E-L-E. Allele. 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 Allele? Allele. Okay. Um, restricting allele that causes infertility after a firstborn male. This can, parti- this can be particularly an issue after a C-section where part of your son's blood may have mixed with yours. Either way, she should see a reputable reproductive immunologist to get further testing and transfer protocols specific to her situation. There's a great reproductive immunology support group on Facebook that I also highly recommend she joins where we can all guide her in the right direction for her care. But she should absolutely look into this prior to transferring any embryos Mm. as her RE is suggesting she does. She will most likely need to go on prednisone throughout her next pregnancy to suppress the immune response. She might not even need to do IVF because her issue isn't conceiving genetically normal fetuses. Um, So that is very interesting the blood can mix and then that makes it no bueno yeah so even though you made the blood look i don't know um someone else wrote in to suggest going to a reproductive another person said to go to a reproductive immunologist like dr kwok kim She's the reason I have my daughter. No issues came up for me during extensive testing, but I listened to my gut and went to her after two losses, and she had me stay on the Love Knox throughout my pregnancy, as well as the prednisone for most of the pregnancy. If you don't do that, definitely research the immune protocol, prednisone, pepsid, and claritin, and consider it for your transfer in addition to the Love Knox blood thinner. Fingers crossed for you from Kate in 1,900 square feet in Chicago, with my husband, our eight-month-old science baby, Molly, and an older cat who has begrudgingly adapted to Molly, who is obsessed with her. Potentially one hot dog in 2021, but it could have been a plain brat. Eagerly waiting my <laughs> copy of Thanks for Waiting. That sounds like you've pre-ordered. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, and then someone else wrote in to say that there are three major specialists. Dr. Vidali in New York... He took over his friend and colleague, Dr. Braverman's practice after his 2019 death, Dr. Quack Kim near Chicago, and Dr. Durbala, who used to work with her in Michigan. That's from CJ. So thank mm. you, CJ. Um, and then Rory wrote in to say that she also had three miscarriages. Um, prior to successfully carrying my son in 2016 and my daughter in 2019, after my second miscarriage, I had all the standard blood work up at the Duke fertility clinic. My testing indicated I had an autoimmune issue called antiphospholipid antibody syndrome or APS. Um, and she says that sometimes 
the testing, the, it doesn't always show up on testing. It's a blood clotting disorder. Um, she also did Levinox, baby aspirin, Placoneal, which is an immunosuppressant drug. Um, and then a scheduled induction at 39 weeks for control of any blood clotting risk. Mm. Um, so thank you, Rory from Raleigh, North Carolina, 2,300 square feet with a four-year-old, Sully, and an almost two-year-old, Kit, husband. Uh, I like both those names. Yeah, those are good names. Husband and two dogs, three up until recently. I had my first hot dog of the year today for Memorial Day. Congrats. I had a Memorial Day hot dog a week later. You did. That's true. That was today. That was today. I boiled them. They were natural casing pork hot dogs, which I found at the Albertsons in this northern part of town. Morrow Bay, I believe it was the Albertsons in Morrow yes, Bay. it was the Albertsons Which in has Morrow a golf Bay. course, but I have not played it and did not play it. And there was one guy in there without a mask on, and he had a Trump 2024 shirt on. So, I mean, look, he's just doing what he believes is his thing. And if it, you know, I got, I had pork hot dogs. So, what are you going to do? You got very excited that they had pork hot dogs. I was like, oh, my God. Magic. You were really excited. Yep. And guess what? They were no good. Oh, really? They were okay. They weren't great. But they were everything I wanted, which was natural casing pork or wieners. Are they the ones that you usually get when no. you get? Oh, okay. The ones that I find at the Sprouts. Yeah. No, they weren't that. Yes. Mm. Thank you for asking and remembering my Sprouts. I know, but they haven't had them in so long. I know. I know. Okay. That's our hot dog talk for right now. Okay. Until the next email when someone mentions how many <laughs> hot dogs they had. Um, all right. Thank you for all of these uh, suggestions about reproductive immunologists. I definitely feel like this is a this is something that the listener from last week should be exploring. Especially if it's going to not, uh, it's going to be something that can save you from doing transfers when they they weren't going to work unless this was found out. Totally. Um. All right, so last week we also got some emails about a listener from the previous week who had broken out in hives after she used estrogen patches. Remember this? Broke out in hives after she used estrogen patches. I do remember this. And her doctor week. was like, it's not the estrogen patches. Yes, but everybody who emailed was like, girl, it, it's the estrogen patches. Yeah, so Maria wrote in with another twist on this to say, could it be an allergic reaction to the adhesive in the patch? Oh, this is like the um, Henry diaper situation. Yeah. Rather than the hormone itself, are there different brands of patches that use different adhesives? Has Henry, quote unquote, had a yeast infection since we switched diapers? No. Correct. Okay, thank you. Dr. Matt Meyer figured that out. My brother had that issue with pain patches and now orders from Canada. And that's all I have for now, except wishing you all the best. Your faithful listener and occasional emailer, Maria B. in Portland, Oregon. Big house, bigger yard, no cats, or any kind of dog. <laughs> um, that's an interesting twist. Well, I like I like it. That's a zebra. 
that is a zebra. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 That could be, that could be it. Um, yeah, I look forward to hearing more from the listener about whether she has solved her estrogen hive issue. So, all right. What if she just wrote it and was like, I'll never listen again. They won't talk about this. And all we've been talking about is her <laughs> estrogen patch problem. It's true. <laughs> Uh, wait, why would she write in and then never listen again? What if she was like, mm, uh, uh, I'm going to listen to Proof now. I mean, Proof is very good. It's a great podcast. Great podcast. If you haven't proofed the America's Test Kitchen you haven't podcast, lived. then you don't know anything about ketchup. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. Um, we have a voicemail. Hi, Dorian, Matt. This is Allison. I have another comment about the, um, PIO, uh, question. And I did, I used to be a needle, uh, needle fainter. I had a major needle, needle phobia. Wait. That, that developed okay. when I was an adult. I I would pass out or I would need people to hold my hand anytime I had to have a shot or blood draw. Uh, Five IVF cycles and a few miscarriages later has cured my needle phobia by exposure therapy. Um, I'm one of the unusual people that I loved doing pile. And I found it really empowering, especially as somebody who'd been afraid of needles. Um, I did all the shots myself. And I found that I really recommend that because then I could control it. I had all the power. And, you know, if I thought it might hurt, if I thought a spot would hurt a little bit, I would take the needle out. I'd do it again, even though that was entirely irrational. I would go really slowly because that felt the control felt better. Hmm. Ultimately, what I loved about doing PIO is that like anybody can do these sub Q shots. They're really easy, um, re- relatively. But people are so impressed if you can do an intramuscular shot to yourself. And I felt so good about myself every time I tried it. And eventually, I even chose to wean off my endometrin um, suppositories before the pile because it was so much easier. And I hate endometrin. Anyway, uh, I hope that might give some hope to the um, the, the writer and um, Allison with uh, two science, uh, three-year-old science twins, a husband and an old dog in uh, Minneapolis suburbs. Um, no hot dogs, but I love brats. Thanks. No dogs, loves brats. Wow, that is a perspective on progesterone and oil that I... Was not expecting. Oh, that's what Pio is. I was having a little trouble following that mm. because of that. I was like, is she saying pile? Is she saying PYO? Mm. Pio, I don't know. And it turns out, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Dory Shapriar. You're welcome. Boy, if um, you had a book coming out, I would be pre-ordering it immediately. Well, guess what? What? I do. Oh, yeah. How would I pre-order that? You can go to my website, dory-afreer.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... I'll find a link there? You'll find a link there. Oh, I can't wait to pre-order it. 
All the information is there. Nice. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you for that. Although I can't imagine ever doing that myself. So happy for you. <laughs> um, okay. We're going to take another break. Okay. And we'll be right back. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. We're back, everyone. And we hope you've pre-ordered Dory Shavir's book. <laughs> All right. Our next email is from Liz, and it is regarding antihistamine protocols. And some success. Yes. Thank you. Uh, so Liz writes, I'm responding to a listener on the last episode um, about anyone who used this protocol with success. Our success baby is almost two and a half. We tried three prior transfers, and although they were with a different donor, we didn't use the antihistamine protocol with those transfers. So was it the new donor or the new protocol? We'll never know. But if we finally try another transfer, we'll be sure to use the same protocol. Fingers crossed for you. P.S. Matt and Dory, we're so bummed about your ba- to hear about your beta results. Hugs for all of you guys. Uh, thank you. Do you think that like we'll like figure, we'll actually process that? In July or August, the transfer. Yeah, because I feel like we've just our everything's been like a tornado. Yeah, around our lives currently. I agree. I don't know. Maybe this is how we're processing it by being too busy to think about it. Yes, or being too worried about other things. It's interesting. It's an interesting thought, Dory. Yeah, just hmm. throwing it out there. How was sleeping in a queen-size bed with your husband last night? You know what? It it both wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yes, agreed. And I woke up early, but I think that was because of the light in the room, not because of you. Wow. Also, you didn't really snore. Yeah, I made an effort not to. I appreciate that. Guys, we stay, we're queen, in a queen-size bed, which is like, I mean, honestly, it's like going from like... I don't know, like the a cornfield in Indiana to like a patch of grass on an easement in New York City. <laughs> it is shocking how much smaller a queen is than a king. Especially for two people who have different sleep settings on our sleep number beds, former sponsor of the podcast. Yeah. Um, We're used to really just having our own pods. Yeah, I mean, I gotta be honest i was a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. in many different ways mm-hmm. <laughs> like number one was like trying to not trying to give you enough room mm-hmm. and, and as a result i wound up like i don't know i think i wound up like cheating myself out of some comfort 
oh. uh, because I don't think you needed as much room as I thought you needed. But mm. uh, and then I think I did a lot. Like I was, uh, I did some side, some side time. Mm-hmm. How'd that go for you? Okay, not great. It is interesting being right next to Henry's room because mm-hmm. you think like, oh, I'll definitely hear him. But I didn't hear him. No, I didn't either. So. Who knows? He also had his noise machine on. Yeah. But you can still, his little, his little coo. Yeah. Will pierce through that. You know. Such a little bug. Go, go, go. Gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> we think he's saying gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> but he could be really be saying anything. I mean, he says... You know, maybe 14 words now, if that. Don't worry, he's getting speech therapy, guys. He says, yeah, 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 Obviously, in reference to old McDonald's had a farm, but he'll just drop an E-A-E-A-O out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. But he also does in the call response, he does do it. It's fascinating. I think he wants to be talking. I I agree. So he just he just runs through his repertoire, yeah, and then goes, "Did I do it?" <laughs> oh, buddy! I think once he starts seeing more kids more regularly, it's gonna come. Yeah. Um. Maybe like once he pre-orders Dory's book, he'll start to talk more. Maybe once he listens to my audiobook. There you go. Yeah. All right. This is from Lauren. First, I want to thank you so much for this amazing podcast. When we first learned we needed to venture to IVF last November, I luckily stumbled upon your podcast, for which I'm forever grateful I couldn't have gotten through it without you. Tiny backstory, I'm 36 and my husband is 50. We have male factor. To make things more complicated, I have quite a high BMI, over 40, which luckily in Canada hasn't affected me so much except for, of course, higher risk possible pregnancy and not being able to be sedated for egg retrieval. I also have a history of pulmonary embolism from being on birth control when I was 27. I always told myself if I needed IVF to get pregnant, I probably wouldn't do it and would just be happy in my full life without a child. I have two lovely nieces and a nephew, but here we are. I just had my first failed transfer with our only embryo, 13 retrieved, four mature, one fertilized day six blast that was hatching at transfer. Oh, ours too. I knew the odds. So although I'm so sad and disappointed, I did kind of expect this outcome. But now I don't know if I have the energy or willingness to pick myself up and try again. I really want a child, but I found mentally the last eight months of IVF, four months of meds between the retrieval and transfer, retrieval and transfer was so all consuming. My work suffered, my relationship suffered, even my marriage suffered. I don't know that I want to start again. I know I probably have a hard pregnancy in front of me based on weight at the very least blood thinners the whole way. Does anyone have any advice on how to decide on next steps or when to call it after a failed cycle? I know it's just one time and many will balk at my lack of resilience, but I just don't know if starting again is right for me. Thanks for all you guys have done. I creepily feel like you are my friends and often talk about you to my real friends and family. Lauren from Montreal. One cute dog. I don't know how many square feet. Probably 12 hot dogs this year. Toasties, to be specific. Mm-hmm. In Montreal, you buy steamies or toasties. Both are good. I'm a steamies guy. What? Oh, like a steamed hot dog versus a... I assume. Yeah. Uh, Lauren, I think only you can tell you when you... 
are done or not done. Yeah. I know that kind of sounds like a cop out, but it's kind of true. It's like, how much do you have like in you to do it? Yeah. And also like, don't worry about what, what you have in the tank or like, you know, don't feel like you're a failure or whatever, just because you're feeling a certain way Yeah, about whether or not you want to do it again. Yeah. I think ultimately if you if I think ultimately if you want to do it again, you will. Yep. And if you don't want to, guess what? You won't. Mm-hmm. That's really it. That's a weird thing to say, but yep. it's so pedantic, but mm-hmm. But there you have it. Yeah. Good luck. It's hard. It's really hard to know. I'm kind of feeling that myself. Yes. I don't think that we know. You know. Yeah. All right. This is from Anonymous. Mm-hmm. Hi. First, I'm very sorry that your recent transfer didn't work and wish you the best in your next steps. Second, writing to ask to hear your thought process on activities for Henry during the pandemic. My daughter was born in January 2020, and when she was very little, it was easy to just keep her at home. Now that she's older, my husband and I are vaccinated, but our daughter is not. We're going through the struggle that many people are deciding what, what can she safely do. For example, we take her to the park, but don't get super close to random kids. We don't take her grocery shopping, etc. I'm subscribed to Emily Oster's newsletter, and I've gotten some good insights there. How have you decided what to let Henry do indoors versus outdoors, etc.? How have you balanced his mental health with COVID risk? Thanks, Anonymous. Excuse me. I mean, Henry's kind of got carte blanche to do, you know, whatever we're comfortable doing. Yeah, I would say that's accurate. Um, so, for instance, if we are like, let's go eat at a restaurant while we're on this current trip we're on, inside or outside, whatever. <laughs> well, we've only eaten outside. Yes, but to that point, you know, and like when when we're going somewhere where it's like Henry, you know, the rule is Henry has to have a mask, we try to have him in a mask. Yeah. Um we're pretty masked. We try to be masked as often as possible. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. Look, I mean, just it's uh, the fact that Dory and I are both vaccinated and that the COVID risk to children is, is not nearly what it was or is to adults sort of steered our path. Yeah. And Los Angeles itself is almost herd immunity, herd immunized. Just by virtue of our vaccination rate and the fact that everybody seemingly had it mm-hmm. at some point, including myself. So, that's our answer. Yep. Is that a good answer? I don't know. For me now, at this point, it's not so much Henry's mental health, because I think he'd be happy just hanging out with us. It's more his like social development, which I didn't care about for a really long time, and now especially because he's speech delayed and I just feel like it would be good to have him around kids more often. So I'm, I'm trying to be more sort of open to that, um, to that right now and like take that into consideration. More, Um, More open to him being socially with other kids. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This email's from Sierra. 
Hi, Doreen, Matt, longtime listener, first time emailer. I've thought about writing in many times, but found myself compelled to do so when I heard the unintended grammar signal go out this week. The answer to your question is yes, sentence diagramming is still taught in school. Hmm. I'm a special education teacher and teach two periods of eighth grade English language arts a day, one of which is co-taught with a seasoned educator I affectionately refer to as the queen of grammar. Hmm. We spend a great deal of the school year learning about the parts of speech and sentence structure and how to properly break sentences down and diagram them. This was not my area of concentration in college, but as a special education teacher, I teach a bit of everything. Diagramming sentences can be a difficult skill for eighth graders to master, and after six years, I still wouldn't brag about my own grammar skills or lack thereof. I still place commas anywhere and everywhere. But there's something oddly relaxing about breaking a sentence down and laying out all of the pieces in front of you. It's a skill I'm glad my district still has as part of its curriculum. I am a comma fiend. I use them so often. I think Do you whenever, use them too often? I think when you, whenever you've proofed anything, I've written... I feel like you've, you you take out a lot of comments. Mm, that sounds right. Thank you for sharing your experience with infertility and IVF with the world. My husband and I started listening to your podcast together about three years ago after I was diagnosed with unexplained infertility, and it appeared as though IVF was our only option to grow our family. Our, our, our hearts ached for you both when we learned that your most recent transfer failed. We are weirdly overly invested in your life. Wishing you all the best on whatever steps you choose to take next. Sierra, 1,900 square feet in Pennsylvania. One husband, one one-year-old science baby. Two 95-pound golden retrievers. Hmm. That's almost 200 pounds of dog. Yeah. A dozen-ish hot dogs so far in 2021. And one upcoming FET next week. Four fingers crossed. Science baby number dips. Fingers also crossed for you. Yeah. Um, thank you for that important grammar updates here i appreciate it glad to know that it's still being taught um abigail wrote in to say that there's an adorable kids show on netflix called trash truck and the boy on it is named hank and looks like henry <laughs> henry does love a trash truck he does love a trash truck so maybe he'll like watching it he really is pretty picky with what he sees like, I didn't even think he was that into these super wings, super pets thing. No, but that could also have been the environment. Yeah, he's just so stimulated by yeah. the windows. Yeah, there's like huge windows that look out over the road and the ocean. Um, and then finally, we got a text from Rebecca who wrote, in response to your question of whether people in New England get married on Memorial Day weekend, I did in 2012. It was 86 degrees, and I wore a ball gown outside. During the pictures, I lifted up the top organza layer of my dress and found bugs trapped underneath. Still a good day overall. Oh, wow. That's fun. Yeah, Memorial Day. I told you. Memorial Day can get crazy. Like, that was when we'd open our pool. Yeah. That's why I think, I think Memorial Day is more often hot than cold. If we had a farmer's almanac, it would tell us, I think. It probably would. Yeah. All your parents could talk about last week was the weather back in Boston, even though they were out in LA. They were just shocked. At it's how 50 cold degrees it was. and it's raining. Yeah. Shocked. The Miami Marlins Red Sox game got rained out. They're playing it tomorrow. Were you the one who told us that an LA Dodgers game has never been rained out at home? Yes. That is quite a statistic. Or it had been like some amount of years. Uh, 
I don't remember. Hmm. I'm trying to remember. I'll look it up. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of yet another episode of this year podcast. So, I'm sorry. Longest streak without a rainout was 18 years. Wow. April 17th, 2000 to April uh, to 2018. That was 1,471 consecutive rainout list games. <laughs> that is wild. Wow. Oh, I remember that. Hmm. All right. Well, 17 rainouts. <laughs> Total 17, ever? and it's the third oldest stadium in, in Major League Baseball. Wow. Six have been against San Diego, nine have been in April, and three of them were between April 19th and April 21st, 1988. <laughs> huh. Fascinating. That is wild. Okay, so that's fun news for everybody to discuss amongst yourselves. Okay. Um... All right. Well, thank you, everyone. This brings us to the portion of the podcast where we read the names of our Patreon supporters. Matt, are you ready? Yeah, I just wanted to see when this article was written because it seems like it just came off the back of our podcast. Anyway, uh, I'm ready to talk about our patrons who are Patreoning. All right. I think everyone should become a patron after they pre-order Dory's book. Agreed. All All right. right. Here we go. Whoa. Hi. Hi. Carolyn Land. Jennifer H.S. Tyler Rosewood. Abba N. Alan L. Alec Meredith Fletcher and Florence Babel. Alessandra Ragusa. Alex Bell. Amanda Fujita. Amanda Lady. Amy. Ann Flucker. Uh, and on two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten anonymous. April Halwerda. I see some new names on here. Yeah. I think so, we have some new patrons. Thank you, April. Ariana Perry. Ashley Cicely. Aurora and Zelda. Becca Foster. Bianca Loria. Bradley Johnson. Brit S. Baker. Bruno Macias. CJ. Carly Moore. Carolyn N. Kathy Hill. Janami Worth. Christina Smith. Cynthia Meisner. Danily Errol. Debbie Meredith, a.k.a. Lex Conan's mom. Diana. Diana Robinson. Diana Martin. Dr. Beverly Crusher. E. Fast. Edwina Goodingham. Edwina Morgan Bodo. Uh, Elena Palling. Elizabeth Gerardo. Emily F. And Aaron. Wow. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. We appreciate you. I hope you're enjoying those, those, that massive backlog of podcasts. <laughs> so many. <laughs> uh, everyone, uh, we'll see you next week. And then everyone who pre-ordered Dory's book, we'll see you next Tuesday. Yep. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.